I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. That's Dennis Halnon. He's one of the well-rested employees at uh, Play Owner at Tab. He just got back from vacation. We welcome back. And uh, happy to have him here. Help me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Good time to get online in the first hour. Usually it's a little harder in the second. Uh, 860-522-9842 is the number. And uh, we're here to help you out. And, of course, we're on Facebook if you want to check us out and check out Dennis's tan. Not. Um, <laughs> no. No sun that way. Not, no. not a lot of sun there. Uh, it's okay. We're pasty way. We, we're going to continue that piece, pasty way, computer geek complexion. That's what we are, who we are. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> we don't got We don't get outside. Come on, we're geeks. Uh, but get online and uh, check us out and post your questions there if you like, and or uh, send it to get help at tabinc.com. We're monitoring that as well, or call us the old-fashioned way. Um, but as usual and customary, we do have technology news for you. We do. What do you got there, Dennis? Uh, it looks, like, according to a story from Politico, mm-hmm. it looks like Department of Justice is uh, closing in on Apple Uh-oh. with an antitrust investigation. Okay. And um, they say they're on the verge of filing an actual lawsuit. Hmm. Uh, this involves a couple of things. Uh, the two that would most affect most people are the fact that you can't get an iOS app through any other source than Apple's own app store. Right, side loading is not right, really side a thing. Right, side loading is, yeah, you can't do it. Unless if, you're jailbroken. Right, and even, well, Apple tries to prevent jailbroken phones from functioning correctly. Right, right. Uh, the other thing is you can't, if you're a developer, yep. an app developer, yep. you can't use uh, anything other than Apple's own app store for payments mm. inside of your app. Right. Uh, they don't allow any kind of other purchases. And, of course, they take their, what, 30%? 30%. 30% out of all that. And you've got, so you've got your app up. You've got your leveling tool on your Apple device, and you want to pay for the ability to do something else with that tool. If you do it within the app, even though Apple has nothing to do with it, mm-hmm. you must pay them 30%. Yeah, and it, it's all the developer's work. Right. And Apple just cashes in every time. It's it's terrible, and it looks like uh, that there's going to be an antitrust suit. And, and the irony of this is right. So I talked about this with my Amazon device, which is uh, an, uh, sorry, it's a Google device called a Nvidia Shield, which is my streaming device. And if I want to rent an Amazon movie, 
now through Prime on this device, I no longer can because Amazon was getting hit the same way from Google. So I'm assuming this trust, this antitrust suit will go after them too, I hope. I, I would think so. This article just mentions Apple. Yeah. Uh, but it also does mention that, that the DOJ is looking at basically all of the big tech firms. Right. So I would expect that if they're going to do that to Apple, it's, something's going to come down at, at Google too. But the irony is here, I actually can, can go to my PC and, and go ahead and rent the movie. If you're an Apple devotee, you don't believe in PCs. You're Apple. You have drunk the Kool-Aid. <laughs> Apple has you. You know, they got you completely. You, you can't go. You have to go to your friend's house and, <laughs> and say, hey, Eric, can I borrow your PC so I can rent this because Apple wants to take 30 percent? So that's that's the yeah, issue. That's a good question. How do you how how would you log into Apple's app store with a Windows computer? I don't think you can do it. Right. Yeah, so, oh, so that's worse. Right. Well, that's the yeah, that's, that's the, the primary reason I've never been an Apple fan. They make good quality stuff, and everyone thought they were impervious, but you're not. Um, <laughs> and uh, here you are now being, you know, locked into your ecosphere, and you like doing it. You you enjoyed it. It was actually part of your culture. It was a, right. people wore it as a badge. You're I'm an Apple guy. You're what? What are you? An Android guy? They would put their nose up to you and like, come on. You know, you don't spend enough. Oh Apple. yeah, I know. I know a lot of those guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're terrible. Well. I'm I'm fighting for you guys. We uh, we don't think you should be paying the thirty percent vig no. uh, to Apple. In other Apple news, um, Apple employees claim they're doing exceptional work remotely, as Tim Cook orders them back. They're probably wrong, according to Tim Cook. Really? Yes. Ooh. So the return to office wars continue to rage with Apple wanting its, wanting its employees back in the office, and workers are not having it. So there's a story here that I'll put up. Uh, this is, I think, from the uh, oh Yahoo. It was a Yahoo Finance um, story, and uh, I think it was coming out of Fortune. And basically, Tim is kind of cranky about the fact that the uh, Apple people don't want to come back to work even three days a week. Uh, they're they're going to try to force you guys back on September 5th, and um, they're all saying no. Well, guys, I mean, the market's changing. You know, a couple a couple months ago, it seemed to be an employee-controlled market, but all these companies want you back to work. You're, you, you can't stay remote forever. Um, and there's been some interesting uh, studies that have been happening. Apple's demands that employees return to their office have so far been met with steadfast opposition, with 76% of employees responding negatively. Uh, to coming back, right, they don't want to come back. They don't want to go in that that big. Then they build that monstrosity of a. Was it them or was that Facebook's monstrosity circle thing? What was that? That's Apple. That's Apple. The the circular building is Apple. Yeah, it's probably just empty. I mean, what are they doing yeah. with it? Um, so they've done a they've done a study here that remote wor- remote workers are wasting up to sixty seven minutes a day doing menial and unnecessary tasks. Just to prove to their supervisors that they are actually virtually engaged with their work, according to a July report from uh, Catalog uh, and GitLab, whoever those guys are, in what authors coined digital presenteeism. Presenteeism? Digital presenteeism. More and more remote workers are feeling pressured into proving to their supervisors that they are visibly online. And in doing so, are adding an average of 5.5 of redundant work hours a week. So, what they're in the old days, when you, when your supervisor walked past your screen, you quickly would change your screen because you were surfing the internet, right? You just quickly change yeah. it. Oh, you can't see. And now you're back to work. Now, what people have to do is do something sort of menial, something easy, but something that will send to the supervisor, "Hey, I'm still working." I got a, I got some news to break to you, folks. There is technology out there 
that we are having to provide to our own clients <laughs> that will monitor every keystroke, every character, every letter, every single thing you do on your computer throughout the day, like a VCR recording. Let me repeat that. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you can act like you want to work all you want, but there are technologies out there that will cheaply VCR exactly what you're doing so your supervisor can simply go back and see what you did all day or didn't do all day. Wow. Shaking the mouse is not enough. <laughs> um, Sounds like some people are really busted. They're going to get really busted. And, uh, you know, I, I, remote work is great. I don't, I don't, I, we have that at a tab. We are a hybrid environment, and that's fine. And because we work on uh, tickets, right, we have to get tickets solved. We, yeah. we can tell you if you're productive or not. But for those right. of you who are working in some other field, if you're if you're out there supposed to sell whatever or do whatever for your job, if you're just sitting there watching the prices right, you know, watching the, the showcase showdown <laughs> and wiggling your mouse, well, there's there's technology <laughs> that companies like us can provide to our clients that can actually see if you're doing the job. So, be careful what you wish for, because you might get it. Yeah, and uh, you know, Tim is probably right. There's a lot of wasted time that's occurring, and he wants you you back. And uh, I heard the same thing with Jamie Dimon and, and Goldman Sachs. They're building some $3 billion building. And he's like, I'm not 70 floors. And he's like, I'm not going to have an empty building. You know, you need to get your butts back into work. So there's going to be some compromise here. And Elon Musk had the same problem with some of his employees. Yeah. He's like, if my, if I got factory workers building the cars, their supervisor the should be here supervising. Be there, yeah. Right? You yeah. should be here. So we'll put the link up here. You can read the story. But just understand, this technology is very easy to watch what you're doing remotely. And it's coming, or it already is in place, and you don't even know it. And that's okay that you don't even know it, because it's the company's technology you're using. Correct. Right? They, they, they're not in existence to give you a job. They're, you're there to, to work for them, right? And if you don't, then they can let you go. Mm-hmm. Careful. So we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. We have two lines open for you. Feel free to get online. Also coming up at 10.05, we have our favorite geek down, from down south there over at IT Pro TV. Wes Bryan will be joining us. He'll be talking about all the ways you can get connected. He's working on a network fundamentals course, and we'll be covering SD-WAN, DSL, MPLS, and all these technologies that are out there to get you connected, fiber, what have you. So stick around for that. So two lines open, 860-522-9842. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're here to 11 o'clock. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halnon, one of the employee owners of Tab Computer Systems. He's happy to be in the office, right? A couple days a week. Yeah. Three days a week. Yep. So, because uh, again, you got it. We have tickets. If you think of, if you if you just think of, uh, what's his name there? Um, Newman from uh, Seinfeld and how he described the mail. You ever remember that? I never really watched Seinfeld. How what? Hawa. Yeah. Hiya. Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, and we're sorry. Gonna, so here it is, Carolyn. You're going to have to find that um, on YouTube. Go find the uh, Newman clip where he describes how the uh, mail doesn't stop coming. That's how our tickets work in IT. So you, you, we'll have to get that together so we can have Dennis enjoy a little Seinfeld. <laughs> Holy okay. moly. You have, I think it's 10 years or so worth of Seinfeld that you could watch if you okay. get nothing else to do. Right. <laughs> Let's go on to your calls. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I met somebody who's never watched Seinfeld. Let's go to Steve, and I th- where I think you're calling from is Little League World Series. Are you down there, Steve? Yes, I am. Very cool. How's it? How are okay. things? How are things going down there? 
Pretty good. I'm a temporary employee down there at this time. Awesome. What are you doing? We work in the area where the players stay and try to keep the people out and keep the players happy. Awesome. What do you think about that kid saying ESPN didn't didn't want that strike to happen? You hear about that controversy? No, I haven't heard that one yet. I guess I'll find out about it. Yeah, it was one of the uh, well, not even worth it. But go ahead. What's what's going on with your uh, your your IT question? My IT question is this: I'm staying in a motel mm-hmm. where the internet is kind of comes and goes. All right. And when I, when it's not working, it says no internet, but I have three strong bars mm-hmm. at the same time. On my cell phone, when it also goes out and says, cannot find IP address. All right. So it's only if you have any thoughts. Well, uh, if it's both devices that are being affected by the same problem, they're not getting an IP address or they're not passing through to the Internet, then I would say that there's a problem with the hotel's gateway. Oh, I believe that 100%. The only thing, I don't know if this helps or not, she says she can connect. In the motel? Yeah, yes. but... Yep. Well, motel owner. Well, yeah, and they probably are on a separate network. What you're using is probably some kind of a Wi-Fi controller yeah. that's okay. probably dishing out DHCP addresses on its own, mm-hmm. uh, and it's probably on something called a DMZ, which effectively makes it a separate network. A guest so network. So she can't... She literally is not able to diagnose your problem by looking at how her computer works, because right. that's right. not even relevant to your setup. Okay. That so, helps, I yeah, I, that, that that tells you nothing. You could tell her to reboot the device. I mean... Well, that's what, that was my thing. That would be the first thing that I would ask them to do, is to reboot the Wi-Fi yeah. controller. Okay. And you probably have a lot, of, a lot of guests there, too, right? I mean, it's busy down there. Well, you know, I was, I, that was my thought, too. But on the other hand, they're probably not trying to get on there using their computers while they're here. Mm. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I mm. think I think a lot of people are walking through that building with phones and stuff that are intermittently connecting and reconnecting and yeah. and they go they leave there. and then they go out to the parking lot, they come back in and it reconnects and, and you've got a lot of it's all transitory mm-hmm. and that yeah. Wi-Fi controller can be overwhelmed by that. Oversubscribed. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of a small motel. But anyway, I'll, hey. I'll tell her to reboot and see what happens. Tell her the guys in Connecticut told you to reboot. <laughs> <laughs> well, have fun oh. down there. You get the Isn't it the final game coming? It's Hawaii against who's, who's they playing? Well, Hawaii is uh, playing uh, Tennessee today. Nice. And then there's the international Chinese against, uh, uh, I can't think of offhand, but whoever wins those two games will play tomorrow for the championship. Sounds good. Enjoy. Have fun. I will. Thank you. All right, Steve. Thanks for checking in. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah, there was some weird controversy where there was a strike that was uh, not called. And uh, a couple runs came in for one of the teams. And the kid is all hot. The coach comes walking up and there's a hot mic. And the coach happened to be hot mic. And the kid's like, yeah, ESPN, was, you know, they want to make sure this is a close game. <laughs> it was, oh, it wow. <laughs> Poor kid's 12 and he's already got conspiracy theories in his head. Um, <laughs> it's like, geez, guys. Uh, let's go on to uh, Susan in West Springfield next, giving us an update. Hey, Susan, what's going on? Hi there. Um, I'm actually just calling to follow up on a call that when I spoke with you last week um, about my new phone not connecting to my Apple CarPlay. Yeah, right. 
So I went to the dealership, and long story short, my car is not compatible with the type of cord that comes with the Apple phone. Oh, my um, gosh. That was a really? U- yeah, it was a um, USB-C cord, oh. and my car is only compatible with the USB cord, which was why my old cord for my old phone was working. Uh-huh. So they said, just use your old cord in your car for the yeah. USB, you know, with the plain USB. It's a lightning USB. Did it work? And yeah, it's been working fine. And okay. they said, just right. then just use the USB-C cord when I'm charging the phone, you know, at night, because it's a much faster. Oh, but you're not going to get any charge, though, while oh, you're using it. Oh, it won't charge up. It's going to deplete. When I'm in the car. Oh. Mm, that's not good. That's not good at all. Hmm. Well, I don't, uh, you know, I'm retired. I don't drive all that much, so okay. I can, and it, the new phone holds a charge so much better than our old one. So. Well, yeah, a new battery's going to do that for you. Yeah, so I, I don't think that's going to be an issue, but I really wanted to be able to use my Apple CarPlay in the car. Well, so. Susan, thank you so much for the update. Yeah. You're welcome. All right, see you next week. Okay. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Carolyn's going to play that little clip for uh, Dennis from Seinfeld so he understands what I'm talking about. Because basically, this is what we live as geeks. Go ahead there, Carolyn. What records? Uh, well, uh, Newman and I are going partners selling used records. <laughs> 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 Records down on Bleecker, they pay big cash for used records. Yeah, so we thought if you had any of those big, you know, old-fashioned, useless records just, you know, you know lying around, you, you know, take you... them off your hands. This isn't quite charge. the part I was waiting for. Well, what do you Here do for a living, Newman? I'm a United States postal worker. <laughs> Aren't those the guys that always go crazy and come back with a gun and shoot everybody? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> 
Why is that? Because the mail never stops. It just keeps coming and coming and coming. There's never a let up. It's relentless. Every day it piles up more and more and more, and you've got to get it up. And the more you get out, the more it keeps coming in. And then the barcode reader breaks, and it's publishes clearing out. All right, all right, all right. That's just how geeks take feel. Take the records. They're in the bedroom. Take them. Take anything right. you want. Yeah. You can I get it. That's how geeks feel, right? I get it. Every the ticket. Tickets, the kit. Tickets just keep coming. They keep coming and they keep coming. You got to get them out, and then you got to. And then it's a big disaster day, and you have a P ones, and seventeen servers are down at the same time, right? I mean, that's oh, that's our life as geeks. That happens. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I think of that clip every time we are buried in tickets, and you never know when the bury is going to happen because there's some sort of instance, right? Whether it be Microsoft and their exchange issues, right, where every exchange server on the planet is hackable no matter what version you have, you know, when those types of things occur, it's like Publishers Clearing or, or Microsoft puts out an update to Office that borks Outlook. Across so the entire every, system. Every time somebody launches it, the the splash screen comes up that tells you that it's loading, and then it goes away. It just goes away. Yep. Yeah. And then oh. you have 9,000 people 9, call 9,000 calls coming in for the same thing. <laughs> do you know why Outlook doesn't work? Yes. I mean, you can thank Microsoft. Well, that's not good enough. How do you fix it? I don't know. They're the ones that broke it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so it's crazy. Um, but that's, you got to watch some, got to watch some Seinfeld. Um, but feel free to get online, guys. Four lines open for you. 800, no, 860 is the number. <laughs> I've been saying that 800 number for like 30 years. Um, so get online, 860-522-9842. We'll help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. But as we wait, we always have technology news for you. So what else you got going on, Dennis? Well, speaking of calls that come in. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. This is a story about a uh, startup mm-hmm. that is helping call centers right. that are hosted in other parts of the world. Offshore. One of the one of the major problems that we all face when we call companies call center, mm-hmm. a lot of times they're not in the United States. You're talking to somebody from India or the Philippines, yep. who knows where in the world, and you can't even always understand them. Well, right. this company is they came up with an AI that will digitally modify what that person says, and then you hear it with an American accent instead of whatever accent that that person has. They're auto-tuning American. They, yeah, that's right. It's like auto-tune for call centers. That That's interesting and, and scary at the same time. Yeah, it's it's scary because what it's going to do, one of the complaints is, yeah. it's going to keep a lot of these call centers in other parts of the world because right. the major reason why a company would open one here instead of, you know, in India, right. is because customers complain that they can't understand the person. Yeah. Okay. And that's going to just like foster what is already a very dysfunctional uh, business line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And these guys are going to make a bazillion dollars at this. Oh, I'm sure they're going to make a fortune. Just imagine being smart enough to to understand what the caller, what the person's saying. You can't, but the system can auto tune it. And then just and, and send and then it to you. Resend it in real time so that you can actually carry on a conversation using that, it without that, delay. That's the key here. Voice over IP has issues as it is. Yes, just dealing with quality of service, QoS, and packet loss, and all the issues that happen with with VoIP. Now you're going to auto tune VoIP and understand it to auto tune it, right? Because you do, if you do dictation, my wife had an issue with her her girlfriend in a dictation uh, text that she was got that she got that was wildly inappropriate 
but it wasn't what Whoa. the person said. The, the auto, you know, the dictation misunderstood. So how is this technology better? In other words, it's able to understand the person, or does it need to understand the person? Maybe it just kind of smooths out, smooths out the syllables or the syllables. I, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure exactly, exactly what it does, but yeah, it it. It it does alter the voice and it does it in real time. It 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 just sounds amazing to me. Yeah, and it does solve a big issue. And like you said, it's going to continue offshoring. If that if it does work, those offshore folks are going to be there. I think we talked about this last week about even coding, and you know the coders in America can make a hundred thousand dollars a year if you're a good coder. But if you're in India, you're going to make eight thousand dollars a year, and you're still going to live like a king. Um, so. I got a feeling it's an American company, probably, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we want to understand those folks because it can be it can be difficult. Um, all right. In other news, again, phone call. Feel free to get online. I know Wes is coming in at ten o five, but we have till uh, ten o'clock here. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two is the number, and then Wes Bryan will be joining us, and we'll talk about getting connected and all the ways you can get connected. And basically, it's a network fundamental fundamentals course that he's looking at and working on. But another news, I don't think we brought this up last last week or not. Office users are really going to hate this annoying new Microsoft 365 intrusion. So now ads uh, are appearing within Microsoft are appearing for Microsoft 365 in Office 2021. Oh. So they're trying to sell you aspects of Microsoft's oh, products that you wow. already presumably own. Maybe not though. Oh. Uh the limited time offer promotes three months of oh. Microsoft 365. So they're 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 basically marketing to you while you're using the Office technology. So they're trying to tell you to rent it rather than own it. You can still buy Office. I'm sorry, you can. Yeah, you absolutely. Pay for it once. It works. It still works fine. But of course, Microsoft's sure. got you, and for some reason, they think they can advertise while they've got you while you're doing on your working on your Word document. Um, so. You know, this is this is just typical. I mean, how desperate are you, Microsoft? Can you just get out of our faces? We bought your tool. We're going to use it to write our our whatever or do our spreadsheet. We really don't need you to start advertising while we're working on this tool. I mean, imagine again your hammer as you're hammering the nail. Hey, by the way, you could rent this hammer for ninety nine cents a day rather than rather than buy it, and and it'll hammer just the same. Um, but you can pay for it over and over and over again for the rest of your life. Um, it's just it's just getting ridiculous. So we'll put the link up here. You can read that. What were you going to say? I was just going to say they want people to be subscribing. Right. They don't want to get a few hundred dollars from you every five or six years. Or even 10 they years. Want, they want $100 every single year right. out of you. Right. I think I told you the story. I met a prospect last week who hated monthly costs, but he was paying basically $1,700 a month for a hosted server rather than just buying a server. So 1700 bucks a month for a server. Yeah. Which is what? which equates to $129,000 over a 6-year period. <sighs> and somehow that's okay. I don't know. I I, I if I had $129,000 mm-hmm. to spend on a server for 6 years. Right. I know. I I mean I would just have money to burn. Yeah, you could buy you could buy three, I could, two luxury I could cars, a couple Teslas. I could build half a Cray supercomputer for that. <laughs> right, <laughs> come on. So there's a lot of money. What we're pointing out to you is there's a lot of money in this rental, this cloud technology, which is fine. People do the same thing with phone systems, right? Same idea. Some somehow 
you've been convinced that paying twenty dollars a month for your phone on your computer on your desk is a deal. But if you have fifty people doing that and you're paying that every month, your phone system got ridiculously expensive. Just take that monthly cost and multiply it by ten, even fifteen, which is when we put in new phone systems for our clients. Some of those systems are thirty-five years old. They bought them thirty-five oh, yeah. years ago, and the idea that they would have rented for at twenty bucks a pop per person for thirty-five years would have been the guy would have been thrown out of the building for <laughs> for recommending it. <laughs> For some reason, people aren't doing the math these days, and they're like, "Okay, I guess that's the way I got to go." I don't know how many more widgets you got to sell to cover the cost of your phone system, but or or even whatever else you want to do with your business. Why would you want to give it to somebody to rent phones at twenty bucks a pop? It's it's kooky, but that's what we're dealing with. Uh, feel free to get online, guys. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. We'll, we won't do that to you. No. <laughs> I just can't sleep at night doing That's that not our shtick around here. No, we try to avoid that. If you really want it, fine. I mean, if you, we've had people that really want it that way, but that's fine. I did find an interesting article. We've talked about this for many, many years. I'm not very handy, as you guys know. I can't even change my oil. Um, but we all have our skill sets. There's a technology out there that is finally coming to help us out, those of us who don't know what's going on, when you get it, uh, some sort of check engine light, right? When you get a check engine light on your car, it could be something really minor. It could be like a loose. It could be a loose gas cap. Yes. Or it could be. Yeah, I've had that happen to yeah, me. Or a multi-thousand-dollar repair, but it just says check engine. So you have to go over to maybe AutoZone or someplace and have them plug in their ODBC reader to read the error. Now we're in computers. We read errors constantly every day. Sure. But for some reason, the car industry doesn't want to tell you what your error is. They don't. They don't seem to. Hmm. There is a new technology out there. Uh, Lemure Vehicle Monitors uh, basically gives you a Bluetooth ODBC plug that you can plug into your ODBC receiver underneath your steering wheel. There's this weird-looking plug under there, and it's mm-hmm. called an ODBC. And then you, t- you connect it to the app, and your check engine light error will be read to you. Really? Yes. doesn't mean you're going to be able to fix it. I wouldn't be able to fix it, but at least you know when you're getting some sort of error. Like There was a trip. We went to Outer Banks, and we had an error on our transmission for our Honda. It was shifting fine, but when you have an error in your transmission, you're and you're a thousand miles away. Oh, you, you yeah, tend to freak you're out. you're gonna yeah, you're gonna be a little nervous about yeah. that. Yeah, but I'm like, well, we're still driving, okay, so let's go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> oh, no, and I was right. It was just a it was a sensor in the transmission that was bad, so it wasn't anything to freak out about. However, the warning was really scary on the dashboard. I'm like driving home and wondering if you're just going to go, freeze up. So you can get this technology. It's um, Lemure Bluetooth. You plug it in there, and it'll tell you, um, sorry, ODB, not ODBC, ODB2. It's close. Um, is the interface. And I was going to say, ODBC is something else. It is something else. You can say that, Dennis. You can correct me, please. Don't let me Don't let me spout nonsense on, our, on the radio. Um, come on. There's enough of that going on. ODB2. ODB2 is the issue here. And you can go ahead and get the information onto your, onto your cell phone. And you know whether or not you're either going to freeze up your transmission or you're not. I think that's handy. So uh, I'll, put a, I'll put a link up there for you guys. You can read about it and see if it makes sense for you, especially if you have an older car. Because nobody can afford to repa- re- replace their car these, these days. Oh, right. So repairing them is key. And you want to go with the power to say to the mechanic, this is what's wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can contain your bill in advance. Exactly. Uh-oh. we got Jeff in South Carolina on the line. Hey Jeff, you there? Yes, I'm here. What's going on? What's going on, my friend? 
Oh, man, I, I talked to you last week. I was telling you about uh, South Carolina had scholarship programs to, to teach you uh, A-plus and yeah. Network Plus. And, okay, I got an email the other day. A gentleman got a project going on here, and he's trying to – it's a two-week Two a week, two and a half week project, and he also trying to hire thirty other techs. Nice, but uh, I'm trying to do. Uh, I know I'm qualified for because basically he wants someone to go in and set passwords uh, for this company and show him how to set passwords. Any technical problems? He said he just want us to elevate it to the next level. Yeah, which is which is sound perfect for me. But my problem is, I worked off and on in the IT area. Uh, you know, doing backups and, matter of fact, teaching classes myself to seniors. And, yeah. And then I got out. Uh, I'm retired military. And basically, I've been working for the census off and on doing different projects. Whenever yeah. they have a project, they'll call me. Right. And it may be five months, eight months. But I don't know how to put this darn resume together. The resume of what you've done to say I can do this job? Right. And, you know... Because the way it's, you know, I've been working with the sisters longer than, you know, an IT field, you know, over the course of the years. I got out of the service in 95. Yeah. And I've been off and on in IT field. Well, the key, I, I don't know who to call. Let yeah. me call Tab. Yeah, Thank yeah. <laughs> well, we would want you to highlight the things that you know. Right, right. The sen- right. Your census work. We already know you're retired. So if you would send that type of thing to us, we would look at whatever skill sets you're going to put down relative to what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and and note that you work in the military. I mean, we look for that too when we're hiring. We think that's awesome, um, and, and those te- those people tend to show up. Um, yeah. I'll just put it at that. And uh, <laughs> so I would tell you to put the military information down there and put whatever technical relevance to the to the um, project that you could bring. And uh, I'm telling you right now, people are just looking for people to show up. And I'm telling you, military people show up. So if you can... I need to put the dates that I... I mean, because the dates are all jacked up because I work, you know, census. I might work this year and I might not work next year. Right. It's okay. Well, what I I think I would do, and Mm -hmm. I'm not a professional resume writer, so do not take this as any kind of expertise. Right. I would create one entry for the work that you did for the census yeah. and just put wow. in your starting year that the first time you did it for them and then say till present because I guess you're still doing it. Right. And then inside right. that, you describe the fact that you did a lot of contract jobs for them mm-hmm. and then in bullet points list the kinds of things that you did so that people know what the skills are that you brought to that. Right. And then in your, and in your you just have one, it looks like just one job entry, right? Even though you had lots of little jobs with them. Are you on LinkedIn, Jeff? Uh, no, I. I oh, you got to get onto LinkedIn. LinkedIn because I really wasn't that serious about it. But then when I went to this class and uh, started learning all over again about computers, it got Good. my interest. Well, then do it. There. Update your LinkedIn because that's also a place that I go. And employers uh-huh. will go to see this information. And you put your information there. You put your military service in there. And you update that you're interested, open to work, and uh, you're interested in you know staying active. You know, People like you are, are coming back out into the workforce because we got so many folks who are staying on their butts and not in the workforce. Um, okay. So we need folks like you to come back and get uh-huh. into this. So I bet you're going to find that hire. Actually, I want to hear how it goes because you know get that thing updated and get in there, man. 
Yeah, I am. I was supposed to get it in there day, and I was sitting at the table because the, the, as far as putting the references in there, I couldn't remember the the, the supervisors. I mean, you, I get hired out of Atlanta right? because I thought I was in there. So I just put the director's name down there and phone number. Yeah. And that told that, them, would, hey, I'm a that would be person. smart. Yeah, you know what? Use us as a reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'll give you a good reference. Hey, you probably would. I would. But it, re- it reminds me of this story. Uh-oh. Uh, here we go. The preacher, the preacher said, uh, told this lady, he said, I think you're coming down with Alzheimer's, you know, because you seem to be forgetting a lot. You, you need to go to the doctor. Yeah. And she said, uh, I don't need to go to the doctor. I went to the doctor last week, and he told me what was wrong with me. And then the uh, preacher said, what, what was wrong with you? She said, uh, I can't remember. <laughs> I got that one. I got that one. Too. I thought I, I thought you would get that one. Yeah, yeah, it was a good one. That was right <laughs> at my level. Guys, I appreciate your help. Yeah, good luck, Jeff. I mean, and I'm serious. Feel free to put us down as a reference. Um, you got the. Okay, the, I'll do that. Yeah, and uh, if you find me on LinkedIn, that's where I'll be. Go ahead and link in with me, and uh, okay. and that's something you can do to build in your you build in your network. LinkedIn is very important. It's Microsoft. I know it's creepy simple as it is but it is the most professional um social networking system that is out there and if if you want people to know you're interested in work and what your skill sets are and who you're linked in with and how that network can be beneficial it's important to do that if anybody is even thinking about hiring you for something almost the first thing they're going to do is go to linkedin and see if you're there and and contrary contrary on the other side there people who don't find you out there are going to be like hmm yeah, maybe he's not that guy? serious. Maybe he's not, and especially right, in technology, exactly. right? If you're not in in there in technology, it's it's like okay, interesting. Well, well this guy that, that's doing the hiring, I, I'm not on LinkedIn, and uh, I explained to him exactly what I just got through explaining to you. Yeah, and uh, he said, "Yeah, send me your, still send me your resume." Yep. And so I said, "Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do it." Uh, yeah. And. Uh, and Jeff, you're going to show up, right? You're going to show up, right? You're going to show up if you. That's right. I'm going to show up. That's half the thing. If, if you know, half the battle right there. The people that show up. Exactly, and then the ones that might get the break. And then you just follow some. Have a blessing on my life, you know. Yeah, you get follow the instructions, and you're good to go. Right. All right, man. Okay, I will. All right, thanks very much, Jeff. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. I will. And thanks, guys. I appreciate all you've done for me. We're doing our best. Thank you, Jeff. Talk to you soon. All right. All right. Bye bye. So that's Jeff in South Carolina getting back in the work- workforce. I'm excited for, Good him. for him. We need more people. We need more geeks. We need geeks one. out there. We, we got, got one. one more. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842. Coming up after the news, Wes Bryan from IT Pro TV will be talking about all the ways to get connected, whether it's MPLS, D- DSL, fiber. We'll be chatting about it. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.